Coming up on 5-Minute News. US-China spat rattles world, prompting calls for unity. Barr defends aggressive federal response to protests. And Republicans to cut census count short. It's Wednesday, July 29. I'm Anthony Davis. Antagonism between the United States and China is rattling governments around the world, prompting a German official to warn of a Cold War 2.0, and Kenya's president appealed for unity to fight the coronavirus pandemic. Global trade already was depressed by the two-year-old tariff war between the world's two biggest economies. That rancor has spread to include Hong Kong, Chinese Muslims, spying accusations and control of the South China Sea. Caught in the middle, other governments are trying to defend their own interests. German Chancellor Angela Merkel's government wants to preserve trade and cooperation on global warming, but says a security law tightening Beijing's control over Hong Kong is a difficult issue. Europe's biggest economy has yet to take a final position on Chinese tech giant Huawei, despite US pressure to exclude its equipment from next-generation telecom networks as a possible security risk. French President Emmanuel Macron calls Donald Trump my friend, but is trying to avoid riling Beijing. EU foreign ministers have not managed to agree on a common position on China. South Korea is squeezed between its main military ally and its biggest trading partner. Washington is unhappy with South Korea's desire to ease sanctions on North Korea to encourage disarmament and is uneasy about its use of Huawei technology. Donald Trump has complained about the cost of stationing 28,500 US troops in South Korea to protect against North Korean threats, a cost-sharing agreement expired in 2019 without a replacement. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi has tried to embrace both Chinese President Xi Jinping and Donald Trump, but the pandemic and a border clash that killed at least 20 Indian soldiers has fueled anti-Chinese sentiment. Washington wants stronger ties with India and supported its controversial move a year ago to split its only Muslim-majority state, restive Jammu and Kashmir, into two federally controlled territories. The US Attorney General William Barr defended the aggressive federal law enforcement response to civil rest in America as he testified for the first time before the House Judiciary Committee, pushing back against angry, sceptical Democrats who say Donald Trump's administration is unconstitutionally suppressing dissent. The hearing held on Tuesday as the late civil rights icon John Lewis lay in state steps away outside the Capitol highlighted the wide election-year gulf between the two parties on police brutality and systemic racism in law enforcement. Barr referred to protesters as violent extremist terrorists that have hijacked legitimate protests and argued the violence taking place in Portland, Oregon and other cities is disconnected from Floyd's killing. He also said there was no systemic racism in law enforcement. 
The hearing marks Barr's first appearance before the committee after 18 months in office, bringing him face-to-face with the panel that voted last year to hold him in contempt and is holding hearings on what Democrats say is politicisation of the Justice Department under his watch. The hearing comes during a tumultuous stretch in which Barr has taken actions cheered by Donald Trump but condemned by Democrats and other critics. Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler said the Trump administration had twisted the Department of Justice into a shadow of its former self, serving the powerful before average Americans. Republicans in Congress are signalling that the Census Bureau cannot take the extra time it has said it needs to count every person living in the US amid the coronavirus pandemic even if that risks leaving some residents out of the 2020 census. Rushing to deliver new state population counts to the president by December 31st and more detailed data to the states by March 31st next year could risk severe inaccuracies in the once-a-decade count, especially among people of colour, immigrants, rural residents and other historically undercounted groups. With fewer than 95 days until the Census Bureau plans to stop tallying the country's residents at the end of October, roughly four out of ten households nationwide have yet to be included in the constitutionally mandated count that is used to redistribute congressional seats, electoral college votes and federal funding among the states. Democrats in both the Senate and the House of Representatives have introduced legislation including the House Democrats' latest coronavirus relief bill that would grant four-month extensions to the legal deadlines in response to requests in April by the Census Bureau and the Commerce Department, which oversees the Bureau. Many census advocates are alarmed that Republicans have not yet proposed census deadline extensions, a request that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who was appointed by President Trump, first made to Congress in April during a phone call that included no Census Bureau officials. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.